Are you wanting more Totally Mackinac Island podcast? Well, here's how you can get it. Be sure to follow Totally Mackinac Island podcast on Instagram. Not only do I share everything that I talk about on the podcast, but then throughout the rest of the week, I share other invaluable information that is actually going on on the island at that very moment. How that is done, up in my Instagram stories. I also like to share a bunch of pictures and videos that I have taken throughout my visit on the island. Another great way for more information about the podcast is always go to the blog. There I have all the links available for everything I have discussed. That is www.totallymackinaw.com. If you go on there, you will find everything I have ever discussed on the podcast, how you need to link up to it, and what other information you can have. As always, thank you so much for listening. I hope you guys have learned so much. I love sharing all that I can with you. It has actually even helped me learn more about the island. And I always appreciate those reaching out to give me more information to share with everyone else. Now back to the show. Located on the crystal blue waters of Lake Huron lies Mackinac Island. She is tucked in between Michigan's upper and lower peninsulas. Indulge me as I share all the ins and outs of the place that stole my heart. This is totally Mackinac Island. Welcome everyone to Totally Mackinac Island. I am your host, Heather. And I've had a few people reach out and ask me this, and I think this is actually a great episode to do The question that a lot of people will ask, what is there to do on a rainy day on the island? Now, we all know that sometimes weather can be an issue when you are traveling and you want to have an idea of what can be done if you come into this problem. I will say I have been to Mackinac several times when this has been there with the rain, even mixed with snow. And actually, it seems to be that whether it starts out with rain, then it clears up or vice versa, it's clear and then it might turn into rain. But a lot of times it usually will clear up a little bit at that point. Otherwise, it might be cloudy. But with that being said, I wanted to give you some ideas of some of the options for you to consider with what to do for that. And I actually got some extra help from, of course, one of my favorite places I recommend is uh, the website for Mackinac Island, mackinacisland.org. And uh, I'm going to go over with some of their options and some of them that I might also consider too. So one thing that they recommend is the Benjamin Blacksmith Shop. And this was originally built in the 1880s. Robert Benjamin and his um, son, Herbert, ran a blacksmith shop into the 1960s. The contents of the shop were moved to the reconstructed building in 1970. The Benjamins fixed carriage wheels and shoot horses in the early days and repaired lawnmowers and maintained yacht motors in later years. Following in the Benjamins' footsteps, a blacksmith demonstrates and explains traditional blacksmithing techniques like forming hot iron into fireplace tools, hinges, and household items. Entrance is through the Biddle House. So this is on Market Street, all right? And uh, you can get uh, any information by calling their phone number. I will have links to these 
in the blog entry that I have down in the show notes for Totally Mackinac Island. So keep that in mind. Growing up, I used to go to Cedar Point a lot of times in the summer. And the one thing that we used to see a lot there that I always thought looked fun was the caricatures. There is always a caricature artist, and they are located um, right in the mall area of the lilac tree. So where the lilac tree suites are, you will walk back there like almost like you're headed to the Island Bookstore, and you will see this artist set up. And this is kind of fun. They can include different things to go with scenery of, you know, Mackinac Island. Or they will have, um, maybe if you want to have something else included with that. And you can find them on um, Mackinac Island through their Facebook page, Mackinac Island Caricatures. Okay? In that place, you will be able to find when they are open. Now, I know I talked about this place before, but this is Forge of Memory Blacksmith Shop. And here you can either drop in, but you must book an appointment. Here's where you forge your own blade. And you can choose a drop point or a recurve tip. An employee will grind, shape, polish, and seal the blade. Leave with your handmade knife in a beautiful leather sheath. And it's by appointment only. Spots fill up quickly. Um, they ask that you call five to seven days in advance. And there is a um, website that you will want to go to. I will also have that in the blog entry along with um, in the show notes for you to go in there and check that out. Another great rainy day activity is to visit the Grand Hotel Porch. And you can go visit this historic landmark and everything the hotel has to offer, like sitting on the rocking chairs, looking out onto Mackinac Bridge and the Straits of Mackinac. Non-guests of the Grand Hotel will be charged an admission fee of $10 per adult and $5 for children. The fee is applied towards the cost of the Grand Hotel lunch buffet. And another great thing to consider if you're going to be visiting the porch, at the end of the Grand Hotel is going to be Sadie's Ice Cream Shop. You do not have to pay to go in here. You can go in there to get ice cream. And here's where they have Hudsonville flavored ice cream. It has a very old, unique ice cream parlor uh, decor going on in there. So you can sit in there or you can go sit outside. There's some uh, benches outside for you to sit so you can see all the foot traffic, horse traffic, bike traffic going along Cadet Avenue by the Grand Hotel or everything happening in front of the Grand Hotel. While you are at the Grand Hotel, if you do visit the porch, be sure to go down and visit the Secret Garden. And what you'll want to do is, as I've talked about in the Secret Garden podcast, if you did not listen, go back and take a listen to it. The Secret Garden is you're going to go down the steps, okay? You're going to see the pool to your right-hand side as you're going down the steps and the whole open lawn to your left. As you're walking towards the pool, you're going to be heading into what is the wooded area, and you're going to want to take a left. And you'll see a small little wooden path. It's like cedar chips. And that goes into some trees, to some bushes. That is going to take you into the secret garden. If you miss this and you start following the path behind there, you'll come up to an area that's, as you look to your right, you'll see the greenhouse where the Grand Hotel has all of their nursery. And you'll see the tennis courts. If you look to your left, 
that in that brush area is where the secret garden is. And you will be able to see a little another hidden entrance of where this is at. When I go for my next visit, I'm going to share these with you guys so that way you can definitely be sure to find them because it can be a little confusing if you're not familiar with it. So be sure to check that out. Also, while you are visiting the Grand Hotel, be sure to go to the very top. Even if you are not going to be getting a drink, you're going to want to go to the very top to visit the Coppola Bar. And there are two different parts to the Coppola Bar. It's on the fourth floor. When you get up there, you will see one section that you can walk into, or there is another set of steps that go up, and you'll see uh, like cloud kind of paintings on the wall, like you look like you're walking up into the sky almost, and stars on the carpet. And that takes you up to the highest point of the Grand Hotel, where you can look out again on the Straits of Mackinac, the bridge, everything, and sit up there and enjoy a cocktail if you would like. It also looks down. There's a square part that is cut out down into the lower part of the Coppola Bar. So either way, go experience that. Also, be sure to go around and check out the history of the hotel. There's quite a lot going on. They've uh, recently updated a lot of their stores and even included a cute little area to get um, some drinks, whether it be a cinnamon roll or coffee. My friend got the cinnamon roll. I will share a picture on Instagram of this. And you guys, it was really good. So we got that and went and sat out on the porch. While you are sitting on the porch, a uh, waiter or waitress will come up to you and ask you if you would like a cocktail. Highly recommend, I've said this numerous times, the margarita. One would think, why would you want a margarita at the Grand Hotel? They throw in Chambord, and this makes this margarita taste fantastic. Highly recommend it. So be sure and check that out while visiting the Grand Hotel. Several other options for you to look at in this historic hotel, too. Another fun rainy day activity is the Haunted Theater. I'm sure many of you have passed by there downtown. And this is not a theater of movies, but a haunted house of three-dimensional monsters. Within these halls, you will encounter, excuse me, encounter horrors of the past, artists' conceptions of monsters from Mackinac's history. This is a fun and campy spot indoors. Fun little story when my friends and I, I said, let's do this. Let's go in here. Several of my friends do not like haunted houses. They don't bother me, but I thought, let's go in. And I don't know why, but I was like clapping and slapping the wall because it was really dark in there. It was super hard to see. And somebody jumped out and my one friend yelled, don't touch me. I'm pregnant. She wasn't pregnant, but she just didn't want anyone touching her. But it was it was pretty funny. I took my niece another time and it is it's a fun little experiment to go through and just gets your juices flowing, especially if you're a little bit tired in the afternoon. Go go take on that. You'll sometimes see the dog that will be laying on the steps there. And he is kind of a Mackinac staple uh, that he just lays on the porch steps and welcomes you as you go in and try and conquer your fear of the haunted house or haunted theater, excuse me. Next, you will want to visit the Island Bookstore. The Island Bookstore began as a small store with small retail space above Dow's Market over 40 years ago. 
And now they are located underneath the Lilac Tree and Suites um, in the shopping mall area. And in there, you can find several books that are located, uh, excuse me, that talk mainly not only about Michigan, but about Mackinac Island. And I really enjoy going in there and getting a few books to take with me off the island, even though it makes me miss it even more. But I love to read. I don't know if anybody else does. So it's it's very fun to see who might be writing about it and then learn about the authors and start following them on social media. Sometimes when you're getting ready to go visit there, they also might have some of the authors coming up for a uh, book signing. So highly recommend for you to look into that if you can uh, to get your chance to maybe meet an author and, and pick their brain a little bit about what made them choose to write what they did about the island. All right, another great thing to go do is to check out the churches on the island. If there aren't any weddings going on, um, though, believe me, you'll know if there are. Uh, the one that is uh, very charming is the Little Stone Church, and this is a congressional church located on the island, and it uh, welcomes both residents and visitors to Sunday worship. Although it is known as Little Stone Church, the official title is Union Congressional Church. The church is an affiliate of the NACCC, the National Association of Congressional Christian Churches. There are about 100 members, most of them summer residents. This beautiful fieldstone church also serves as a perfect setting for wedding and vow renewals. I actually had a client of mine, and that is where her and her husband got married. So the one time I went up there... I went in there and took some pictures and sent them to her and just to say I was thinking of them and what their special day must have meant to them. Uh, another great thing to do is, I know this might sound kind of silly, but you can take uh, the Mackinac Island taxi, okay? The taxi service is, year, is 24 hours a day, all right? But if you know that it's going to be a little bit of time, let them know, like especially if it's late at night, so that way they can get the horses prepared. Most of the time, you probably will get a driver that's going to entertain you a little bit. But if not, you can just sit and take in a lot of the scenery and relax without having to think about putting on all the exercise, whether it be walking or biking. So this is a great thing for you to consider doing um, if you don't want to have somebody giving you information about the island, if you just like to sit back, listen to music, and take in the scenery, highly recommend doing the taxi. The Maze of Mirrors. Okay, so this is a fun, unique set of mirrors and glass. I So this is something that is a random note not to do with Mackinac. Where I live at, we have our fair, our 4-H fair, didn't know this, um, but it is one of the biggest in the United States. And uh, one of the biggest highlights was being part of 4-H and joining that and then doing that in the summer. And you always wanted to go into those fun houses. I'm not going to lie. The maze of mirrors stressed me out. I'm super clumsy. And running into those mirrors, I mean, I'm just going to knock myself out. So who are we kidding? All right. So this is uh, a fun, fun thing to do. Highly recommend on a rainy day. Uh, it's right next to the Murray Hotel on Main Street. You can't miss it. 
And uh, so take the kids in there. Or if you and your friends want to go in and relive, you know, some younger memories with that. There's uh, movies at Mission Point. Now, the movie theater at Mission Point is got a really unique history about it. All right. And they um, they're the movies are shown during the summer months every Sunday and Tuesday, plus some special showings. And um, if it is raining, there are movies continually shown throughout the afternoon, all right? And they will share. You just have to go on there to uh, their um, Mackinac Arts Council slash movies. Again, I will put this in the bio notes for you to see what they might be playing. A lot of times you might be able to find Somewhere in Time playing down there, which would be really unique because the theater down there is where they filmed the theater scene from Somewhere in Time. Okay, so there are two butterfly houses on Mackinac. Go to both of them, you guys. All right. The original butterfly house and insect world. All right. This one is the first of its kind in Michigan and the third oldest live butterfly exhibit in the United States. The world-renowned facility is an 1,800 square foot of tropical garden filled with hundreds of live butterflies from four continents. Insect World was a part of the building that re was renovated in 2006 and turned into an attraction as an addition to the butterfly exhibit. With the 16-inch walking sticks, the world's heaviest bug, and too many species of beetles to name here, Walls of insects displays from around the world, educational information, and live insects. You will want to plan on taking some time to learn about the benefits of the insects for the planet that we live on. And this is located, it's kind of close to um, where Mission Point is. And I believe with the admission, you can come back, they give you a sticker, you can come back as many times as you want on the same day. So if the kids decide they want to go back and you've already been, but they're like, let's go back again. If you've gone that day, you can go back again. Um, okay, so after that, if you have gone to the original Butterfly House and Insect World, you could go down to the Richard and Jane Mnugin Art Museum. And the newest museum on the island comes from generation contributions of Richard and Jane Mnugin and showcases Native American baskets to present day paintings. Not sure if you remember, but when I was talking about the Lilac Festival, during that time, there is a lot of free entries to be able to go in and visit this art museum. The Art Council does a fantastic job of incorporating a lot of the local artists, um, allowing them to come in and do not only just with the island, but Michigan artists as well to come in there. So always check out with this art museum and the art council to see what they have going on. Okay, so next, if you are, let's say that you have gone on the carriage tour, the Mackinac Island carriage tours, and there's, because there's a certain path that they follow, but there's parts of it that you want to learn about and you're not quite sure. So here's what you can do. You can see the island by horse, okay? So you can visit the horse by several different ways. You can do it by a group tour, like I just talked about, a private carriage tour, or a guided trail on the horseback tour. You can even drive your own carriage. I have done... All of these, except, uh, correction, I've not done all of them. I lied. I have not done the private um, carriage tour. And 
I will say that I thought I really thought driving the carriage would be a lot more stressful, and it wasn't. The horse knows exactly what they are doing. When you are going to rent the carriage, they're going to ask you a lot of questions. I was so honest with them. I said, I do not know anything about horses. And they hooked me up with a horse. Um, I think I mentioned this before. He was the oldest horse on the island. He went very slow. I was extremely grateful for that because I did not know what I was doing. And it just made that excursion that much more pleasurable that I didn't have to worry about that. The horseback riding was a lot of fun too. Again, the horses do, they know the path. They've done it forever. You don't have to worry. They're going to set you up with a horse that is going to do you right. And it was really fun to experience the island that way. I haven't done it in a while and I'm kind of toying with doing it again because it has been a while since I've done it. So I'll let you guys know if I do. All right, so next would be the Mackinac Island Carriage Tours. I've talked about this before. And from there, when you are doing this, where they're going to take you at is there, you're going to end up at the uh, Surrey Hills Carriage Museum. This is where the infamous blueberry donut is, you guys. Cannot emphasize this enough. Get yourself a blueberry donut. I know that the island is known for their fudge, for their caramel corn, the blueberry donut up at this museum needs to also be put on the tourism page. I swear to God, and I have said this, I do not like fruit in my desserts, but this donut is to die for. I'm so glad I tried it. I cannot wait to go back and get some. So this Surrey Hills Carriage Museum is an uh, antique carriage museum that features a working blacksmith shop. That is to forge your own memory. And um, it lets you explore and learn about carriages. Three of the shops offer food, gifts, and souvenirs. There is a picnic table area for you to sit too. So we actually did the Mackinac Island Carriage Tour last July, and it was raining. This was a perfect rainy day. You are completely covered in these carriages. You're not going to, they even have flaps that come down beside you. So you're not going to get wet. Okay. So when you go up there, the only place that you might get wet is if you are going from place to place, because when you're walking up there, not only can you do the Surrey Hill Museum, then you can go over to the for, um, Forge of Memory. Also, there is the um, Grand Hotel stables that are located right along there. And then you have the Wings of Mackinac Butterfly Conservatory, which is right there. So you're walking all around in this area that if it is raining, just have an umbrella or a raincoat and keep yourself covered that way. But they're all pretty closely connected, though, so it's not a super long walk. But in the Surrey Hills Museum, it is really unique to see all the carriages around there. Down at the Grand Hotel Stables, they have all of the old um carriages that have been used throughout history they also have some of the sleighs on display then on the other side they have all the horses that are used for the grand hotel carriages the unique gorgeous carriages that you see driving around town with uh the driver that is wearing the top hat and the black vest and all dressed to the nines this is where they keep the horses. They uh, And then if somebody is there, they will also tell you a little bit about them, uh, about the stables there, that they have a really uh, unique air filtration system. So that way it allows that you don't get the pungent smell of the horse manure as much. Because if you're in there looking at all the carriages, 
on display, you don't necessarily want to be smelling that. Inside there, it is also painted what I think is the same color on the porch as it is inside this. Uh, they painted the inside of this museum like that. I, I'm just taking a guess, but I'm almost positive that's what it is. All right, so if you are up there at the Surrey Hills Museum, you've gotten your donut, your blueberry donut, get some coffee, and you've gone down to the Forge of Memory, and you've gone in to see the Grand Hotel uh, stables, then you're going to want to go to the Wings of Mackinac Butterfly Conservatory. And this is a beautiful glass butterfly conservatory. You can walk among hundreds of free-flying tropical and native butterflies. All ages are thrilled to see these beautiful insects flying around you as if you were out in nature. And when you are getting your carriage tour tickets, there's a couple of options. You can get the tickets online. You can purchase them pre ahead of time. I know I've said this before, but I'm going to bring this up again. People often think that if you buy the tickets ahead of time online, that you automatically go stand in line for the carriage tour. That is not true. You still have to go up to the box office for them to know because they have to know how many people are going to be going on the tour so that way they can control it and tell you when you might be getting on there. Let me run through this. I'm going to give you an example. I had bought my tickets last July ahead of time. When I went up there, I wanted to be able to go with my girlfriend and her family. So she had her, her husband, two kids, and her in-laws. And then I wanted to be able to join them. So if you added all of that up, that was seven of us. And um, so we went up there. I just stood behind her in line, and I presented my already paid-for printed-off ticket. And then what they did is they included me in with their group, and so then they said, okay, you're going to come back on and do the tour at, let's say, 1030. So then we were, I also at that time had not bought the Butterfly House ticket. And I said, oh, I'll just buy it when I go up there because you can buy the ticket there or you can buy it up at the Butterfly House. If I can make a recommendation, buy it when you're buying the carriage tour. That way, when you walk into the Butterfly House, you can just walk right in and not have to wait like they did for me at that time. Um, so then we were able to get right on there and go up there at that point. And this is, again, go to both of the butterfly houses. They're truly unique. And the fact that there's two of them on the island always has been miraculous to me that they've been able to have that on there with it. All right. Now, um, as many of you know, I did have Kate on here from Watercolor Cafe, and I'm very excited when I go there in a few weeks, I'm going to be signing up for one of the water um, painting classes. And this is um, not only can you take um, art classes, but she also serves food and coffee during the day. All right. So you can relax and unwind as you practice your creativity here. And art classes overlook the scenic harbor and view and are led by instructors. Most events include paints and slips, watercolor lessons, and jewelry workshops, and they're held exclusively for adults. A schedule of classes can be found on Watercolor Cafe, um, uh, watercolormackinaw.com. I will put that again in the bio notes, and you can reserve, or you can reserve it privately. So as Kate talked on the show, if there's not something on there and you would like to have it, definitely contact her. 
I have an upcoming interview with uh, someone who makes jewelry, and she is going to be working with Kate and doing uh, jewelry making classes as there as well. So there's going to be a lot that's going to be offered at the Watercolor Cafe this season. And their breakfast that I love is the um, peanut butter with banana and honey on it. I know that that sounds pretty simple, but I swear to God, it is the bread. It's so good, you guys. I don't know what it is about it. All right. Now, another fun thing you can do if you are over 21 and you are able to do this. Back in the day, they used to have a um, T-shirt that you could get at the big store. And it showed like a pub crawl. And you went around and checked off all of the different places that you went to. I went back in there this last season to see, and I didn't see any of those shirts. I'm curious to see if they still make those. I didn't see them at any of the shops. So if anybody knows that those are still being made, let me know so I can share that with the listeners. It is kind of a fun thing if you have a girl's trip, a guy's trip, or if you're there just hanging out with friends uh, to do this. But um, walk most of the places are covered on the sidewalk. So if it is raining, you'll be okay. And go down Main Street and visit all the different places to get something to drink. If I can make a suggestion, start on the non-water side. Work your way down, then hit the water side on the way back, okay? Because hopefully it started to clear up. If it's an extremely rainy day, then it's fun to just go into each place, someplace different, and try some of the options, and here are the places that you can go and get some drinks. All right, so you could start with the Great Turtle Brewery and Distillery, then hit up Kingston Kitchen. That's a little bit off Main Street, but they have a Bloody Mary that I cannot wait to try. Next, you could come to Winchester's Whiskey and Bourbon Room. And I have a horrible confession. I have not ever gone here. So this will be a place I will be visiting when I go in May because I've always wanted to. It just, um, it was really busy the few times and understandable. I know that. You just got to be smart about when you go into some of those places. You got to think ahead about that. All right. From there, you could then hit up um, Broken Spoke. Um, then you've got Mary's Bistro and Drought House. Horns, Gaslight, Bar and Grill. Then you also could hit up. This is all on Main Street, you guys. The Mustang Lounge. It is not directly on Main Street, okay? Uh, Yankee Rebel. These are on the side streets. And then as you head back down um, from there, you can cross the street and you'll hit up the Pink Pony. And, okay, you either, this is my own opinion. You either want to end with the Pink Pony or Mary's Drought House because Mary's and Pink Pony have outdoor seating. So if it's starting to get nice, make sure you can have that option. All right. Um, and then there's Smoky Jose's, Seabiscuit Cafe. There is a Mackinac Island Rum Company that is located back in the mall area. So you'll see a sign on the outside. So you'll have to go back a little bit. And uh, th that was a newer one that just opened last year. They were supposed to open in 2020, but because of, you know, COVID, they couldn't do that. All right. Then as you walk down, there's um, Mary's Bistro. They're going to have an outdoor option for you to consider going out and sitting and drinking your beverage if the weather clears up. If not... They have one side that is a bar, and then on the other side, they have a bar in the front and then a restaurant portion in the back. So that's something to consider. 
And even if it is raining, sometimes it's nice just to look at over the water. Also, if you are looking for another fun activity, I know I mentioned the Island Bookstore, but another good one to go is to the um, uh, library. And here is where one of my favorite spots to sit is, is located in the back. There's two Adirondack chairs that are on the back deck there, two or four of them. And you just hear the water coming in and you see the ferries going by. And it's just very peaceful. I love sitting out there. But to sit inside, there's just some cozy chairs that you could sit up and curl up and read. Another great activity would be to go down to Mission Point, as I mentioned, the movie theater, but also to hang out in their lobby area. And if you wanted to get a glass of wine and sit by the many fireplaces that they have located in there. They also have a great arcade area in there for you to take the kids if you needed to do something to burn off some of their energy in case they have that going on for them. You can also still go to the fort on a rainy day. You just might not be able to do as much of some of the outdoor stuff that they have going on, but you can still walk from house to house within the other part up there. And uh, they might not have the cannons going off with that. These are some great rainy day activities for you to take on and enjoy as you're doing that. I know I had mentioned the Stone Church, but you can also go into St. Anne's Church at certain times. Also, if you are Catholic, like candles. These churches are beautiful, and especially because St. Anne's Church was moved from downtown to where it is located now, still baffles me. I learned that actually on a ghost tour and also from some of my research that I did on for the podcast. Um, if you also can do this, if you're willing to, and it's not raining too hard, I would recommend going around to the hotels and checking out the lobbies. If you've never gone into, let's say, the Island House, going and sitting on the porch there and exploring their front lobby. And they also have some great food to sit around there and enjoy too, so you could take that all in. And then going in and even talking to some of the other places that you've always maybe did want, wanted to have a chance to stay at. And this would be a great time for you to maybe explore looking into some different lodging options if you want to. I know that sometimes rain can make you feel like you're going to lose a whole day there, but don't look at it that way. This would be a great time for you to also take in shopping because... I don't know about you, I enjoy doing the shopping, but I tend to do that later on in the day. If I have the full day and it's beautiful out, I like to go explore more of the inner part of the island. And the shopping is a great time for you to go and experience um, maybe when the weather might not be as nice. Of course, it's still great to do when it is nice. Another great thing to do is to do the fudge game. I think I talked about this many podcasts ago, but I'm going to bring this up again. And this is how I figured out where my personal favorite fudge place was. And this was completely on accident. So what we did is we started at the one end of the street on the opposite side, not on the water side, but on the other side of that. All right. What you want to do is you want to take a pad of paper and a pencil, or you can take your notes in your phone. I did it old school with a pad of paper and a pencil and went into each fudge shop and usually you get three samples. I would try three samples that I really wanted to try or three samples I had never tried. Wrote these down, then decided, okay, 
Some of them have two fudge shops, so I knew that at the next fudge shop, I was gonna try three different ones. Now, things to remember with doing this, you get full on taking just these little samples. It's, it's a lot of richness and sweetness, which sometimes is not too much, but it's fun. So you can go into each one and, and decide, okay, I really, really liked this one. All right, so let's say I started at Joanne's Fudge. I tried three at the one location, went to Joanne's and tried three at the other one. And then within those six, I was maybe able to be like, oh, I really like these. Most of my visits tend to be Thursday through Sunday. So with that being said, I'm going to take each day to kind of break that up and try each different fudge option that I can. And then at the end of that weekend, I can go through, check out all my ratings for the fudge options and decide, okay, this is my favorite fudge. This is what I want to get. This is what I, what I want to take back with me. And I'm going to say this, my personal, this is me, me alone. I'm not expecting anybody else to say this. I love Joanne's Fudge, Double Dark Chocolate, their Butterfinger, and their, their Chocolate Cookie Crunch. This is purely me. Everybody else that I was with has different options that they like and that they have gotten, but I tend to go with these flavors. With this being said, that doesn't mean that each time I go there, I don't try different flavors at different fudge shops. I just have really gravitated towards Joann's and these flavors in themselves. But when I'm in there, I always like to try different ones. And when I stayed at the Murray's, I was trying all sorts of different fudge there too. So those are my flavors. This is a fun game for you to do and explore and see what you might find or what somebody else might find. That way you can go home with what you might like to get and continue to buy throughout the year. And it just makes your trip a little bit more fun too, to be like, oh, I remember I did it this way. Also, you could do the same with ice cream. <laughs> so um, you could get a different scoop of ice cream to try at each place because each one has different ice cream flavors to go with. So those are some great rainy day activities. I hope this gives you some insight on there's so much more to do than you know what you might have thought of before and can take these little guides and go from there and be able to enjoy the island even if the weather is not cooperating the way you had hoped but always know that it really does seem to clear up in some way shape or form whether it not be sunny even if it's just cloudy and not raining you can still accomplish a lot on the island there so i look forward to talking to you next week until then i hope many of you have started planning your trip to go up and visit mackinac island i know i cannot wait Mine is coming up very soon, and I have so much planned while I'm up there, and I cannot wait to share it with you guys, let alone make contacts with so many of the businesses up there, too, for future interviews and insights for you to visit the island. So until then, have a great week, and I look forward to talking to you next time about our favorite place, Mackinac Island. Totally Mackinac Island is written, produced, and edited by me, Heather.